0: I am Karuna. I'm the founder and executive director for Mind Oasis, and I'm here with the beautiful Lauren Hubel as my guest. How are you?
1: I'm wonderful. Karuna, thanks for having me today.
0: You bet. So this is what we call Meditation Happy Hour Tea Talk and Truth with Karuna, and I hope that we get to all three of those elements. I have to admit, today I have sparkling water, not tea. Mm -hmm. Um, But Lauren, you're joining us from San Marcos, Texas, yes? I am. But that's not where you always live.
1: No. Um, I lived in Austin for 12 years before that. And then I have re- I lived in Europe for 12 years before that.
0: Oh, very multinational. So the way that I like to start these, um, I don't know, these Tea Talk and Truths is by asking you what your day has looked like so far t- today.
1: Oh, sweet. So my day always begins with meditation and writing and tea. So there you go.
0: There's the tea. I knew we'd get there.
1: Absolutely. And, um, <laughs> it's all part of the program. And um, then I um, would under normal circumstances, Corinna go swim in the San Marcos river, which I do every single day with my husband. Um, but because all of our parks are closed right now, we have no access to that river. So we have a really sweet canyon I walk in, and we do that daily. And then the, my day has been taken up with restructuring some curriculum for a new series of
0: classes I'm putting on. Very cool. So let's go there. Let's um, talk a little bit. Um, here's your most recent book, and it's Gemotherapy, right? Am I saying that Right you are saying that right. Yeah. Okay. Whew. First first test passed. So Lauren, tell us a little bit about gemotherapy and also um, maybe gemotherapy and the world we find ourselves living in because oh. most of us don't know what it is. And I think it has this amazing applicability and timeliness. So let's just get right into it.
1: Sure. Well, first of all, it has nothing to do with gemstones. So let's be really clear there. Gem comes from the Latin word gemme, which is the bud of a plant. And these are extracts that have been made from the part of the particular tree or plant that has the highest concentration of meristem cells. And meristem cells, Karuna, are very similar to stem cells and they are the only cells that we can reproduce, regenerate new growth. And so those are the extracts that are what gemotherapy um, is all about.
0: How on earth did you discover gemotherapy? And I think you're kind of like the expert gemotherapist, so I mean, just tell us a little bit more about the story. What's the story behind gemotherapy? Yeah, yeah, well,
1: To make it short, because it could go long, right? The short version is, um, um, Corinna, I had cancer when I was four months pregnant with my son, Sebastian, and um, he's my third child. And I was in Heidelberg, Germany at the time and was fortunately given some options. This is the same cancer that my mother died from when she was 25. It's melanoma cancer. And so um, I was given the option. I could have had an abortion and done traditional treatment, but instead I worked with a MD physician who was at the university clinic, but who worked with homeopathy and plant extracts, some gemotherapy. I really wasn't into what she was doing because I would, all I wanted was to get better. Right. And, um, so just do your thing, you know, and make me better was my mindset at the time. But fast forward eight years later, um, my cancer returned. And at that point I had a wake up call, like, Hmm, maybe we didn't do that completely. Right. Maybe I didn't do, my part and learn more about this process and what this is all about. And so part of my process really, Karuna, was to go back to what had been used for me and start studying it. And I had already studied homeopathy. I um, had not had a practice. I was a high school teacher. I was a high school teacher in in education for 20 years. So, when, when I, um, started looking at these, then I got very intrigued and it still was a slow process, um, to move from, gee, that's really an interesting thing to, Hey, I want to do this 24 seven and dedicate my life to it.
0: Yeah. So, um, is, is gemotherapy actually a sort of regimen where you're taking supplements or what all is involved in the process? And my understanding is at the end of the day, one uses this type of therapy to boost your immune system. Is that right? 100%. Okay. 100%, yes. So, Corinna, these extracts
1: originated with allopathic um, conventional doctors in Belgium. And so in Europe, there is a very allopathic approach to applying them. You have high blood pressure, so you take these three extracts and they're given very much like a prescription would be in place of a medication. And they're used widely in particular areas in Europe. But um, as I began to integrate them into my practice, I felt that we weren't using the extracts to their potential. And so I began studying ways they could be used systematically Mm -hmm. and actually, instead of going after symptoms, we restore immunity at its root. And then our immune system takes care of healing all the symptoms our body's expressing. And so that's exactly the work I do with it. And um, why my approach and my books and my teachings are unique um, because of that um, channel to, to move towards restoring immunity rather than just solving a problem. So no, there aren't supplements involved or, or other things. Um, I encourage a plant-based diet. These are plants communicating with your body and what better, um, support for those is more plants in your diet.
0: Right. Got it. Got it. And so then are they, um, uh, is, is it, you're taking liquids? Has, has the, the different, yeah, show us. Awesome. So, so they're little,
1: they're extracts. And yeah. we're all familiar with herbal extracts. Everyone see, you can buy them at Whole Foods. And, but what puts these apart is that meristem cell. The, they're the only type of botanical medicine today that uses, meristem cells. So, And that's because of the part of plant that's collected fresh and, and applied to into the extract. Um, so you, people are taking them um, once, twice, three times a day, working on different systems. And I have an approach that works with the way in which your body heals, because your body heals in an order. And um, we have to begin in the beginning, which is How does your body and your systems communicate with each other? So we begin with the nervous system.
0: One of these days, you and my husband, Joseph, will have to get together and talk (laughs) all about the nervous system because that's where he feels everything starts all the time. Of course. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. So tell me, in in this kind of strange times we find ourselves in, um, there's a lot of Folks who have a practice, a meditation practice, a mindfulness practice, yogic practice, a spiritual practice, all sorts of different practices. Um, but there's also a lot of folks who don't. And I, um, we have an ongoing series on Mind Oasis right now that's really, I think it's entitled Mind-Body Practices for Resiliency During the Time of Coronavirus. And what I've found very interesting is there's more than one person in that series with pretty severe, um, severely compromised immune systems. Mm-hmm. So I I have a couple of questions. One is, why isn't gemotherapy more widely used if it sounds like it's um, it can only be of benefit? That's one question. And then my other question is, for those of us who just don't really have a practice and we find ourselves sort of all wound up from what's going on. Um, what are your words of wisdom around gemotherapy or otherwise? Wow. Okay. Um, so, Karina,
1: that's a really good question. Why, why isn't it more widely spread? You know, um, this involves some lifestyle changes. And we may be, in fact, entering that time where people are willing to do that to improve their health. Um, But just taking drops from a bottle isn't going to be enough. We have to change how we live and um, we have to get to know ourselves. And and that's so important. Um, When I work with clients, um, one of the first things that becomes so clear is the lack of awareness and connection to their self. And so we may have this belief, oh, my body can heal itself or I can heal itself, but we have to know who self is mm-hmm. to even begin that process. And I'm probably going off a little bit, but this is exactly why I believe meditation is such a huge part of this process. Um, meditation and and mindfulness practices that bring us to ourself and improve our awareness of not over only who we are, but then accepting all, all <laughs> that shows up, right?
0: Yeah. Not always easy to do. Easy in theory, I think, right? Yeah. We kind of get there as practitioners, but then it takes a long, hard look, you yeah. know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and Kruna, I want I want to say something because you said in this time of coronavirus, and I need I think we need to stop and drop that term in time of it's in this time because it's going to be another virus, it's going to be another situation. And sure. it is so important that we wake up. And realize, and this is the time of awakening, right? We're we're in this age of to um, not giving our power away anymore, like taking it back and realizing my health is mine, and my how I educate myself and my spirituality these belong to me, right? And um, we're in we're moving into this new age and taking responsibility for your health and your immune system is vital. We must do that to move forward.
0: Yeah, I love that. Um, and I love that you got to the the aspect of you have to know thy own self because one of the wonderful... Um, new offerings you have on your plate is on Mind Oasis, and I believe you called it Meet Your Inner Healer. And when you and I spoke about it, we can talk about the details in a minute, but when we spoke about um, the series in and of itself, um, you talked about how we oftentimes sort of know what we don't believe in, but there's another part, so I'd love for you to kind of delve into that just a little bit.
1: Yeah, it, it's knowing what you do believe and really owning it. And um, in this uh, course, that's what we're going to explore. And we're going to explore what you really know and why you really know it. What got you there? And we all can think of something that, I absolutely believe this to be true, no matter what the news tells me or my neighbor or my mother-in-law, right? this is true. But then there's these things that are like, "Mm, I'm not so sure. Or you might believe it, but the minute someone questions it, you crumble, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so as we move into this age of taking responsibility for ourselves, owning what we believe in and becoming solid and building that core is going to be vital. And this is what this class will do. We'll explore those. What what are those things you're kind of mm, about and why? Why is that so? And catch up and update your belief system because you may be walking around with beliefs you think you have. And boy, howdy, in the last 90 days, 60 days, right? Those might have reorganized.
0: You bet. And um, there's something also here, I don't think we have spoken about before, but it's, but it's kind of occurring to me that um, there's something around building resiliency that I've been, um, it'll come out in bigger ways in weeks to come and in discussions to come. But when, whenever we're faced with difficulties resiliency is is really an important aspect of our lives those of us who have experienced loss particularly young particularly big which i have um you know the first time it happens there's really no resiliency because you've been a child and you've been raised and you've been told what to believe and and then you know the second time you have kind of a tragedy happen then there there begins to have the resiliency. And and for me, um, you, maybe you at least know better days are coming. That's a, a phrase that my great grandma used to use that I thought was really beautiful. But you start to understand what that means. That even when things are very difficult, something will shift. If nothing else, your relationship to whatever is terrible. And so it's interesting to me that, when we first started talking about you coming to on as an author um i think it's next thursday hopefully the 27th i think i have the date right that you're our author and you'll have your book and you'll be talking about gemotherapy some more and about your own journey um it didn't occur to me that when you fuse your immune system and meditation and your belief system, which we could also call spirituality, you know, we can we can frame it in different ways that work for our own belief systems, that in a sense you're looking at the resiliency of your mind, body, and spirit.
1: Yeah. Karuna, I love that. And and I love that it I use this word resiliency a lot in teaching. Oh. And I use it in, in this way when People think about health and they say, you know, what is health? Health isn't not getting sick. That's not health. Health is your resiliency. It's your ability to recover, right? In spite of whatever comes at. And so that doesn't mean emotional event doesn't happen and you don't end up in a puddle of tears, but you can pick yourself back up and you know where to go from there. And um, I work a lot with another term, I think you would find interesting, it's called emotional inflammation. Uh And we talk about emotional immunity, which emotional immunity and physical immunity are are of the same cloth, right? And with physical immunity, our body is constantly making a decision. Um, Pathogen, are you gonna support me and make me stronger? and I'm going to invite you in, or do I need to neutralize you and send you on, and eliminate you and send you on your way? Well, we do the same thing all day with experiences. Things people say, right? Someone says something on the phone. Oh, I'm not gonna let that in. <laughs> no thanks, I don't need it. But maybe someone offers some supportive criticism that would actually help make you a better person. And so you choose to let that in, mm-hmm. and so we're we're constantly in this negotiation. But you know, just as I'm talking about this, and you know, you have to be present for that negotiation to be successful. And yeah. that's where we go right back to a meditation practice.
0: Lovely. And then talk just a little bit about your background, like like um, who'd you learn from? Who are you? Who are you teaching? What are you? You know. The lineage of, of
1: any sort. Oh, the lineage of gemotherapy is pretty amazing. Um, so when I really wanted to learn, there it was in all different languages, and there certainly wasn't anyone in America teaching it. So <laughs> I began studying with um, a remote, Romanian doctor, actually, and Karuna, Between the two of us, I had to look up where Romania
0: was on the map. It wouldn't know to happen. Trust yeah, me, I've well, had to look up some embarrassing countries before. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my right. gosh, how do yeah, I not know that? I lived in
1: Europe, and in my mind, I thought it was, oh, it's got to be really close to Germany. So when I had told my husband I had agreed to go do an internship there, he said, you know, do you realize how far Romania is? But anyway, it was one of the greatest <laughs> things that ever happened. And I fell in love with the country at the same time. So gosh, that was probably seven, eight years ago. And I studied in uh, my dear friend, Serena, Dr. Suescu's practice um, and learned uh, directly her application of it. But before that I had taken um, courses um, from a teacher in England. I've studied with the Italian doctor, Dr. Fernando Patera, who um, has dedicated his whole life to gemotherapy in a very allopathic sense. I've let, this last summer, I met the Belgium guru of um, gemotherapy, um, okay. Philippe Adrian and, and walked through his um, vineyards of black currant plants that he was getting ready to pick for extracts. So I've had wonderful opportunities to um, meet with people that are key Um, leaders in Europe and take what makes sense to me and what I can apply and um, integrate it into my own approach. Um, I teach online. I also um, live part of my year in France and I offer workshops and small group um, coaching there for women. And um, we have a company that imports extracts, um, from Europe. So I was
0: going to get there. I was going to ask about how you get your extracts and, and then, um, can people buy them without being advised what the hell they're buying? Or do do you not do that? No, because I've written
1: several books and I also do podcasts and I have blog posts. So there's chemotherapy is really accessible. And when we're working with acute situations, it's really out of the box. Like, you know, you have a cold, do this, you have the flu, do this. When we're trying to restore someone's immunity, this is when taking a course, working with a practitioner that that's going to need to come into play. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. And what is your company and how do people find you?
1: My company is Lauren Hub- Gemotherapy with Lauren Hubelay. Um, I have a website, laurenhubelay.com. And I would really love for people to find my um, podcasts that are under the title of Restoring Immunity. And you can find them on um, iTunes or Spotify or Google Podcasts. And there you can learn so much about your own body's immunity um, and ways you can support it, especially right now.
0: Wonderful. And so, um, I don't know if we got to the gem, any gem advice. I mean, what, what are you, what are you telling people to, to engage? Maybe not in these times, but, but now what, what do we need, um, as individuals and as collective humanity in this time of change?
1: You know, I think I have to go right back to getting to know yourself. Okay. Checking in and get to know who you are and what you believe. Because if you're going to set down a path, a path of growth, you have to know who you're traveling with.
0: Yeah, I love that. And so in your course, Meet Your Inner Healer, which it looks like it starts on the 6th of May. It sounds like that's what you'll be exploring. I think it's a 4 absolutely Karina You know what?
1: Absolutely, that, And, and I, I'm going to take you step-by-step. Step. So um, it's a wonderful opportunity for anyone that looks at it and says, what is she doing? <laughs> and I would say, come on. It's a safe space to come and learn together
0: I love it and to explore who it is you're traveling down this next phase of the road with and maybe who's ready to you're ready to let go of and who you're ready to pick up along the way too exactly it's a really potent time I think for that absolutely yeah, wonderful. And then in uh, on the 27th, which is next Thursday, you'll be joining us as our Featured Meet the Author. And um, we'll be talking about all sorts of wonderful things then as well.
1: Beautiful. You Brilliant, have more you. than one book,
0: you have your podcasts, and we can find all of that at your website, yes? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. wonderful. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for joining me. I think we got to the truth. I think we got to the talk, and we definitely got to the tea, because that's how you start out your day.
1: Absolutely. Great. Oh,
0: Lauren, before you go, your son, Sebastian, was born. You're cancer-free. You have uh-huh. a family, and you have a partner, and you have a home. Dogs? We, uh, yes. Uh, Lucy, our great Pyrenees, Ruby, the calico cat,
1: and and I have two grown daughters as well. So... And and son-in-law. So yes, all of us.
0: (laughs) Life is full. Beautiful. Congratulations. Thank you again, Lauren. Thank
1: you.